Hello, guys. Welcome to New Paradigm Intimacy Podcast. I am with somebody who I really love and have been cherishing her shares on Instagram for some time now, and that is the beautiful Jordana Ezra, and she is the queer sex coach on Instagram and in in the world. And I, yeah, I'm so blessed to have you here, and I am very excited to dive into some of the topics that we've just been discussing. So maybe you want to tell us a bit about yourself and about your journey and how you came to be the queer sex coach. Oof. Juicy. Thanks so much for having me. Um, yeah, this is really, really beautiful and lush. Okay, so a little bit about who I am. Like Vic said, I'm Jordana Ezra and I am just super, super passionate about queer relating. And yeah, I guess how I became the queer sex coach is because I fucked penises for literally my entire life until about four years ago. And I had the most mind-blowing experience with a woman. It was like, you know, I, I read that meme. It was like, when you're straight, it's like having this like chicken dish that's like bland. And then you have like the chicken dish with all of the spices, like the coriander, like the full yumminess. And that's exactly what the experience was for me. Like my heart and my pussy literally exploded open. And from that moment onwards, I was like 100% um, knew that I would always be in long-term relationships with women. Like I will always marry a woman. I don't think I like, I still like to have sex with penises, but I definitely know that when it comes to like deeper relating, it's always going to feel good with a woman for me. And, and yeah. And then I went to study, um, sexuality and within that was really able to see how much internalized homophobia I was holding in my body and how that was really holding me back from experiencing deep amounts of pleasure and um yeah just having the sex of my dreams because I was so in my head about is this good is this right um and yeah that led me on the path of really diving into helping people integrate their own internalized homophobia and feel really safe in every intersection of their gender and their sexuality um and yeah, I guess because I was always scared to eat pussy and be like, <laughs> what is this? Oh my God, I have one, but I don't know what to do with one. Um, yeah, helping people really feel comfortable and confident in, in that aspect of relating, gay relating is a huge part of what I do as well. Yeah, um, that's something that we were bonding over last week when we were chatting about this, you know, like, totally. that, like okay, we both have pussies, but and, and still, like, you know, I've been with multiple women now, and it's still like this thing of like, whew, the you know, the reverence, you know, you must like, it's like, am I mature enough to come into this in this moment, you know, it's like, as it takes all of like it's like the all-consuming energy that I feel when I come into like presence with with a yoni. It's like there's like it's like I know if any part of me is not present or if any part of me is like slightly thinking about something else like she's gonna feel it you know and it's like because we know because we have it. <laughs> yeah you know if we, when you're having sex with a penis I love how you work at having sex with a penis by the way it's just like this is like such beautiful language I just like I'm always like fuck I need to adopt this language I was like this is so much more politically correct the way that you're bringing it and I'm just like you know calling calling it the new paradigm and also just like <laughs> labeling that piece I'm like oh thank you you're like informing me right now so yeah thank you for bringing me that piece but yeah like when you're having sex with a penis it's like 
there is like you can kind of have a day off actually like you know like, literally very restful. <laughs> yes oh my gosh and I think that's what like you know if somebody has been having sex with a penis for so long and then they really want to um have sex with people with pussies it it's a completely different experience and you're so right like you're at the temple gates like you have to bring your full presence and a lot of what I see is babes getting really caught up in um, technique. Like, mm-hmm. oh my God, is it like, how many fingers do I do? Like, what do I do with my tongue? And yeah, I cannot stress enough that it is absolutely nothing about technique and all about how, how you feel about pussy, right? How you feel about your own pussy, like how you feel in front of a pussy, how present you can be. And yeah, I love what you were saying. Like, do I have the maturity to hold the space and the reverence for what is in front of me right now? Yeah. And it's, it's just so much more intimate in my experiences, you know? Like, thinking about when I was a baby gay. I, I love this term as well. Totally <laughs> <laughs> when I was a baby gay, it was like this experience of like, it's so different, you know? Like I've had like a strong, I mean, I've been... I was in sacred sexuality and working in my own sexuality for a long time and also you know like seeing lots of pussies like I was a dancer for a long period of time so like pussy was just in my face every day you know like yeah it was, <laughs> it was an experience of like, like a dream <laughs> it was an experience of like coming into like this is so different to mine you know and that's like, obviously, but, you know, I know they're all different. And obviously I know that from seeing so many and being around any, but it's just like um, the feel, the, the the communication that's required with the, you know, the different smells and the different, um, you know, the way that it's not even the way they look, it's like the way they're communicating to me, you know, and how they speak to me as an individual, you know, and it's like that stuff, like, it's just, you know, I like how you spoke about technique. You know, I remember before I was a sex coach, I was like, oh, there's so much here about technique and where's the G-spot and blah, 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 blah. And I never fucking teach that. I don't even feel, I think we might, we might gloss through that throughout my course, but there's just so much more mysteries and depth that I'm so much more interested in than any kind of technique, you know? And I think there's something around that performance that happens, you know, like you can really meet most penises with a similar performance. Totally right. And I'm saying the word performance, but just the same relationship you know a hundred percent yeah it's very different with pussy yeah I guess they don't need to be um like penises like fully you know um met with your presence to open and receive the pleasure right that is like ready to go (laughs) here take me down um whereas yeah a hundred percent every single pussy has different needs and different desires and not that a penis doesn't at all but it's a lot deeper and a lot more emotions are involved and a lot more I guess like backstory is there as well to be met and and yeah every single pussy has a different need and wants different things and I think that's another thing that a lot of people are really oh my god what do I do with a pussy kind of feeling about is how do I communicate with this and how do I you know what things do I need to say um, how can I get consent in a way, or how can I really be saying the things that's going to allow this pussy to open up and receive the pleasure that I want to give it? Completely. And there's something for me around, um, like I can be really attracted to a woman and I could even really enjoy her sexuality and how she's flirting with me. 
and I can still feel like I don't want to go down on her. And it's not because I, it's like I'm afraid of the particular frequency of the yoni. Does that make sense? And I was actually yearning. Is this is this internalized homophobia, like you said? And I actually love you to speak a little bit to that because that's sort of, I guess I haven't really got the full context of that actually even in myself. So maybe you want to share from that perspective. Yeah. Um, and I mean, like everything that you're saying, like anything that, in my opinion, really creates the sensation of this is wrong or um, I'm not meant to be doing this or even like, you know, on a lighter level, what you were saying, like the particular frequency and being like that super nervous and blocking yourself. If you really want to go down on somebody, that's definitely can come under the umbrella of internalized homophobia. And for me, my belief around internalized homophobia is that it's this aspect of our existence inside of our body that's taken on the constructs and the concepts of the homophobic like culture that we like still currently live in that you know has been taught to us our entire life just through the lens of like heteronormativity and like the nuclear family dynamic and you know different kind of elements of the patriarchy and we've taken them on and internalized them so like it's actually like a really smart thing that our body's done to keep us really fucking safe, um, you know, to really belong in society and to really, you know, live this straight cultured life um, and how it affects us and how it shows up is like all of the different ways of like numbing, like vaginal numbness or like genital numbness and feeling really scared and all of that kind of stuff. Um, we're feeling really scared, not all, and all of that kind of stuff like feeling really scared around am I safe to really experience like gay relating um and I think like this is a big 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 piece of feeling safety in your queerness because if you can really understand your own signature around internalized homophobia you can move through it like with pleasure or like you know, really allow different parts of you to meet that part of you that feels really, really scared. Um, but yeah, basically, like on a not so complicated way, it's just our body holding on to um, parts of the culture that we no longer need to. Yeah, yeah, I feel that. When you just spoke about that, it was like something just dropped inside of me. I was like, oh, just feeling that vulnerability, you know. And it's it's been um it's been a very interesting journey for me because um I know you spoke about like the intersections of our sexualities and our genders. And like I just said, like you're um educating me right now by saying, like, oh, we're having sex with penises, having sex, you know, those pieces. I'm like, oh, that's so like clear the way you're bringing it. And it's been part of my journey, is feeling a bit like um, like a fraud actually inside of my own intersections of my sexuality, because I'm like, mm, do I feel it's okay for me who, you know, I have a, a male partner and I've been mostly more, more with men. And I feel like you said, like, you're pretty clear that you're going to end up with a woman. Like my sense is that, I mean, never say never, <laughs> but my sense is, is that my partnership is with a man, you know? And yeah. so I've been having this experience with, um, you know, the labels and things like that. I'm like, actually, I feel like it's not really, I don't know if it's politically correct to say that I'm queer, 
you know it's like am I taking away from people that are actually journeying with you know internalized homophobia and actually like all these different layers of this you know and just like what qualifies what and all that kind of stuff and I was just like oh it's just it's so dense you know I just almost like just want to keep yeah. my life to myself sometimes you know <laughs> like yeah I really hear all of that um and I love that you're bringing this to the table because it's such an important topic to cover and I think every single individual has um their own definition of what a certain label means to them and I think that that is so beautiful not one person is like can be um your label can't be determined outside of yourself so if queer feels really good for you or like fluid feels really good or gay or straight or whatever like I think that is totally perfect um and of course there's like language um to be used around like you know gendering and all of that kind of stuff and I think because I work with a lot of non-binary and trans people I've just forced myself into like really understanding gender neutral ways to speak about arousal tissue and that's been really um really beautiful and like I'm still I still have no idea about like some things like I'm still learning like queer languaging that I had no fucking idea about and I swear I've read 20 books on this and I'm just like what the fuck it is such a dense topic and it is such a topic that um I guess I I see a lot of people like really nervous to speak about but I just want to speak to the fact that I think that a lot of people um don't feel gay enough or don't feel queer enough or don't feel like they belong in like some kind of box you know maybe they've had sex with like a few penises and they're exploring pussy now or they're curious um and yeah like I said that label can never be determined outside of yourself it's just whatever lights up your pussy or your body or what feels like the most aligned label for you in the moment for me I love using like fluid queer and gay like I really relate to those um to those boxes and to those labels but then sometimes I'm just I'm just Geordie like I'm just somebody that loves to eat pussy and will sit on a dick sometimes I don't need I don't have the urge to label myself but I do feel that in the queer world there is a lot of fear around like I'm not gay enough and I'm not queer enough and yeah I guess like my my thing if anybody's listening to this and they feel that like you are 100% queer enough and gay enough that even having that thought qualifies you to be queer and to be gay and to be like fluid and obviously like you would know this so well like our sexuality is alive you can feel queer one day and straight as fuck the next day and that is so beautiful and so amazing you don't need to be gay for 90 days to qualify it's just like however your sexuality is a feeling in that moment and I think even like really knowing that it's alive it's not this stagnant thing inside of our bodies can alleviate this pressure and this stress to perform a certain way and to gain qualification of a label totally yeah you know I've actually really journeyed with what it feels like to be qualified under these labels because um right. I went uh, there's this thing in Australia called um queer stories mm-hmm. so it's like um it's like a, a show that they it's a in-person speaking event that they took over all, all over Australia for those listening and I went there and I'm like you know 
I was like, oh, I dress really hetero in this space, you know, like, <laughs> and it was like, and it's funny because I, I don't even know if that's true for me in all my other places, but that's just what was true for me that, that evening. And then I went there and um, somebody had suggested me at the end of the night that I speak at one of the events. And I was like, oh, like, you know, it's one thing being here, but it's just like another <laughs> layer to be like, hey, I'm going to come up and represent, you know, like, oh, you know, like that's like, and I was like, and it really had me like, look at my privilege, you know, it's like, well, I, I look hetero, you know, and I, you know, I was like, I probably had sex with probably more women than some of the people in the room, you know, but it's like that, it was like, what happens in my bedroom doesn't actually define my queerness. That's what was going on for me. I was like, oh, so what defines it? Then I was like, is it fashion? Because that's one thing I'm defining it against. And then the second part was my privilege inside of the fashion, inside of walking with a man day by day, living with a man day by day, you know, I was just like, those things I'm like, experiencing privilege with is actually making me feel like I shouldn't be taking away from people that are actually journeying this in a much deeper way than I am you know and then I was like that's so odd because we're really defining queer by sex and sexuality but actually there's a lot more to this which feels like it's more around culture I don't want to say fashion because that sounds too late like but it fashion to a degree and um and privilege is what I started to define it against and I was like mm, it's so interesting as it's evolving totally mm -hmm. It's, um, I think it's so beautiful that like the acknowledgement of straight privilege um, mm. and yeah, really like being with that. And yeah, I, I really see that more even in like trans and, um, and gender queer people and like having that, having us like, you know, being someone that's white and cisgendered. And um, even though I'm queer and I have like that intersection, like there is so much privilege and that we won't even, I don't even understand what it's like to have a lived experience that's outside of this world um, or like this kind of reality at all. And it's so interesting to read books and to coach people that are having a deep lived experience that is fully like a hundred percent outside of the lines of heteronormativity and the binary mm. and and how they're just not represented in such a big way yet. And, and it's like, it's heartbreaking. It's heartbreaking, like in the internalization that they live with and the contraction that lives inside of their body. Um, and also, you know, I really do see a culture in the next like 20 years where the future is fluid, where we just live in these like systems and in this lifestyle that every single gender and every single sexuality is totally revered and totally worshipped and you know really um highlighted and neon signed you know like heteronormativity is neon signed to us like from the moment we're born you know we're basically determined who we are from our external genitalia what role we're going to play um you know what gender role we're going to play and you know and then we're taught like to fuck a penis or fuck a pussy like determined on you know our own bodies and that for me is wild like when I really look at like how much of an illusion it is like it's literally taught to us to perform a certain way and live a certain way um and I think like that like just the aspect of that of course creates some kind of internalized homophobia because we don't feel completely safe or like we're going to belong or 
yeah, like we're, we're going to survive in a world that like totally glorifies straight culture. The Institute of New Paradigm Intimacy is a globally recognized year-long program that qualifies you to become a practitioner of the self-pleasure modality, assisting clients in how to open to their pleasure and create transformation in their lives. There's never been a better time for you to follow your calling and make a difference in the world by just being you. If you're curious about joining one of the fastest growing industries, reach out via social media or our website, newparadigmintimacy.com, or send over the syllabus. I completely agree. It's something that I've really been journeying with, with, um, you know, sacred sexuality and in as, as a world is very heteronormative and like, you know, neon tantra and all that stuff is very totally. like, you know, we speak about the masculine feminine, mostly what people talk about is man or woman. <laughs> but my journey with this, um, as I've come into, um, you know, the school, when I first brought it through was for women, you know, not pussies, for women. <laughs> and that was really just part of my education, actually. It was just like, there are the female mysteries and the male mysteries. And who am I to know about the male mysteries, blah, blah, blah. And then at some point I was like, the world's changing, you know, like this isn't real anymore. I was like, all these like intersections of um, sex and sexuality and gender just don't, they're not like... I wasn't even having a relationship with them inside of my own body. You know? Right. And so even though I was more straight, you can say, like on a spectrum, it was just like, it wasn't really meaning anything to me that that was my situation. You know, the people that, the men that I was having sex with as well weren't particularly uh, straight themselves. You know, they were very much in a similar experience as I, as I am. And then it had me go into like, all right, well, the school can't sit inside of these gender experiences and so then I've opened up the school for um you know all genders and all intersections of what gender is and it's just been so much more liberating because we were having people that were um you know non-binary and things like that in this woman's course and I was like well this isn't real anymore you know it's like as soon as you have that it's like this doesn't exist and right. so then I've been on this journey and I've had like a lot of um like pushback a lot of like people being like you know, I've done things around premature ejaculation and stuff. People are like, who do you think you are talk, teaching this, like sharing about this, blah, blah, blah. And, you know, all these different things. And it's been really like, I've really like kept looking at myself and I keep going. And even though we've got, you know, it's like 90 something percent women in the course and like very few men um, and like maybe even less non-binary, it's like the, it's just the standpoint for actually what I believe the future is actually leading us towards. And even when I talk about like my journey with going like going down on a woman and stuff, hasn't really been, it hasn't felt like internalized homophobia in my own body. It's yeah. felt like the deeper mysteries actually. And mm -hmm. it's felt very individual to each individual. Like some women, it's just like, oh, this is easy. Let's go, you know? And then other women, it's like, oh, there's like, there's like layers of tension that we need to like journey through to even come into like coming into that conversation of whether yonis are able to talk to each other or I'm coming into communication with the yoni. So yeah, there's some, for me, I guess what I'm very curious of is that deeper mysteries that live beyond gender and sexuality and labels and blah, blah, blah. It just feels like that's actually where the aliveness is for me and my own personal journey. Yeah. 
I so resonate with all of that so much and that's exactly where the aliveness is for me like I don't know everything it just fascinates me so deeply um to go even beyond the gendering of energies like masculine and feminine and and just be in like the reverence and the mystery of what what is showing up right now and what is beyond the illusion that we've been taught like you know how does gender feel in my body and how does sexuality feel in my body today and now and and yeah I love what you're saying like you know in every with every pussy like there is a different frequency to be in front of and you know another mystery to kind of explore and and like you know worship I think that's that's one of the things that pulls me towards um, relating with people with pussies is because it's my own unknown of myself. Like I have to meet myself on a deeper level every time I meet a new pussy. Like it's like really coming into like how much am I worshiping my own pussy? How attuned can I be with my the own my own sensations inside of my own pussy right now? Because I believe that that's what creates the most safety. Like if you are really in tuned um, or you can attune your own frequency to their frequency um, through that aspect of being deeply inside of your own pussy. I think it really creates like such a nice space to open up. But yeah, like it really does come back to like, how am I feeling about my own body and my own sexuality and my own pussy right now? And, and how can I hold that space and um with every single new person that I'm with with a pussy it just gets better and better and and I feel more and more um I guess able and alive to drop into my own sensations and my own eros in that moment instead of being in the what the fuck am I going to do with this pussy I love that yeah yeah, I feel like to share a little bit about our journeys with that, actually, like my own personal journey with, you know, getting to know my own, my own pussy has very been, very much been a journey of like, really feeling where I've actually stopped, like I do magic in every area of my life. And I wasn't doing magic with my yoni in that way. And it was like, oh, I'm just like, I'm just like, a, I'm being very functional with, with my yoni versus being like, in a deep reverence and a deep like oh what does she want how can I journey with her and that started to shift for me a few years ago and one way that I was doing that was well one through my self-pleasure that's been like my you know my greatest fucking journey has been through the journey of self-pleasure and really um just awakening different parts of the yoni so there's like for me I love like journeying with um like the the bulbs like the the clitoris bulbs and really mm. like working through them and it's I feel like that's a big part of my journey that's had like a lot of communication for me and the way that certain parts swell up and other parts don't swell up and how I've been and then I also work a lot with the plants so there's like listening to what like asking my yoni which plants I would use in a, in a yoni steam and like working with my yoni steam in that way has been another thing that I've done to sort of start attuning to what it is that she's wanting and because all the plants have different qualities and come from different planets, it starts to communicate to me what kind of feelings like she's journeying through and what alchemy wants to happen for me to open to different layers of her, you know, that, and actually that's exactly how I would describe her. It's like layered the experience. It's like, she's just like, 
like like I can get through one layer and then the whole other wave of of energy and communication starts to come through from how I'm journeying with her. Zia, I'd love to hear about you saying, you know, how much you get, you know, journeying with your body. Like what's your practices and things that you use? Mm, I really love that. And I'd love to know more about, um, yeah, like herbs and stuff like that. I haven't gotten right into yoni steaming, but it's definitely been something that I would love to journey with a little bit more. Um, for me, I've had a lot of interesting things said to me about my yoni, like in my lifetime. And I've definitely had a, held a lot of shame around the way that, oh, I'm just going to plug in my computer. Sorry, babe. Yeah, like a lot of shame held inside of my pussy. And I felt like, you know, she smelled weird. She looked weird. All of this, like different kinds of things have come up, come up for me in my own healing experience with my yoni. And like over the past like three years as I've been like you know super deep into sacred sexuality work one of the things that I've really done to create a deeper relationship with her is um mirror work and pussy gazing and meditating with my pussy for some reason um even though I'd looked at her many times before doing this I'd never looked at her through the lens of like deep devotion or deep love um or anything like that it had more been like you know what's going on down there and just like a very kind of clinical approach um but yeah for me I just I love definitely like looking at her and having conversations with her while gazing at her and and just with this such like reverence of like how beautiful she is and how magical she is and that has definitely like seeped into the way that I worship somebody else's pussy because for me affirming my own pussy and talking to talking to her like she is the most delicious goddess I've ever seen in my lifetime has created like just such divine sexual experiences for me. Um, <laughs> perfect. Um, no, you're right. Um, yeah, like such divine sexual experiences for me and has also been able to like release all of the shame that I have around um the way that my pussy looked because it's like I built a self-concept around her being so amazing and that constantly gets reflected back to me like every time I'm having a sexual experience with somebody else but then also like really deeply meditating with her like understanding her own sensations and the language that she has and what she desires through bringing my awareness into her center and and just being with her and like you said, like having that deep communication, it's almost like um, you've we've created a um, what's the word like a sub personality for our pussy, <laughs> like you know, even though they're like fully obviously like a part of us, I kind of have this like you know conversation with them as if they're almost something else that I'm talking to. I fully feel this. I'm like, my my heart and my pussy, two very different energies. 
<laughs> yeah. yeah yeah totally like god like her hunger and her <laughs> like you know it's just this whole different like experience of life when I and the more time I just I'm journeying with that part of myself it's like you know so much becomes more clearer to me because for me like some of her qualities is like she's very instinctual you know 100%. like her instinct is through the roof and you know and I and I've also done a heap of like womb work so for me she's like like for me the womb is probably when I journey with my womb and I'm aspecting with that part of myself it's like the deepest part of me it's yeah. like I have complete access to the entire matrix of the world through my womb you know so it's almost oh, okay. like yeah. <laughs> and it's like I know that I'm creating and moving and transmuting and journeying so much through that space and then the, my pussy is like the gateway to that and that's also why she's so layered you know like I've had experiences and one of the things I want to share as well which I think is so important for us to talk about on this podcast is like whatever you're journeying with your pussy is so fucking different at whatever stage of your journey you know obviously you and I have done a heap of work in sacred sexuality but just recently my yoni has started communicating to me that she she was like I wouldn't say she was shutting down but she was like unavailable for certain kinds of sex and certain sexual acts um and it was just like she was really asking for something else from me and I was really having to journey with her and like you know another way that I dynamic with my yoni is through um oh, yoni pussy I'm like I like how I'm changing it depending on how I'm treating her like <laughs> <laughs> but there's something around like the de-armoring that I was having to do with her and really listen yeah. to her through like um you know using cervical wands using yoni eggs and things like that and um really just getting a gauge like I don't use yoni eggs very often but I get really clear when she wants one you know and so that for yeah. me is like an like another humbling journey of like being with the yoni and being with a pussy you know it's just like that experience of just like even if you are with a person having sex with a pussy over a period of time there's no there's an, every day is different you know and it, all the sensitivity mm. yeah I could not agree more and my experience is so 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 similar like our own consent to touch our own selves like that was something that I didn't do for such a long period of time like I'd just be touching myself whenever like I wanted to or just like masturbating whatever and really having this conversation of like what do you want and like does this feel good for you right now and and waiting to hear pussy's response like that's been like a huge part of my journey like really waiting to hear what she says and and yeah I really love that like you're bringing this up because I think it's such an important part of the self-pleasure journey and of really determining what feels good for you and what you want and what your turn-ons are and what your turn-offs are because they do absolutely change from moment to moment you know there is such a context like a contextual experience um you know determining like what's going on inside and outside of you and and if you're not, like, if you're just like, yes, like yesterday, she wanted the whole circle one. <laughs> but like, you know, you're just going on your past experiences. I guess there's no room for like true transformation. Completely. Yeah. It's like a pussy Bible, what we're just talking about right now. <laughs> 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 my podcast. 
pussy bible for the baby gays you know oh my god shut up that would be like (laughs) yeah fuck oh my god two baby gays we love you so much (laughs) well on that topic you know you spoke about helping trans people helping you know baby gays like do you want to share anything about like your work of what you what you're bringing into the world right now Mm, sure oh my god I love this um yeah so like I was saying to you before we started like I am super into the whole aspect of integrating internalized homophobia to really like you know create greater pleasure in the body however um and this like obviously like that this ties into helping baby gays but I just I love working with people that have mainly had sex with penises um and that are really 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 curious or like um wanting to explore their sexuality in any way um outside of that and have this like fear stuck inside of their body like I don't know what to do with a pussy um yeah a huge part of the work that I'm bringing to this world is helping people have their own relationship with their pussy so that fear is not taking control when they're having sex like it's probably still going to be there but it can be like you know just the undercurrent and what's the overcurrent is more this like um confidence and reverence for pussy and worshiping pussy and yeah this is like a huge part of what I want to do like I've been told um I'm too niched a lot like a lot of people tell me that I'm way too niched out and But I know on such a deep soul level that I am here to change queer history and to help people feel really good in their pussies and Yeah, so, and I think, like, changing queer history for me really means that, um, like, I want, I really, I suck, I just so deeply desire for people to feel safe in, like, their queerness, and, and to know that their sexuality is alive, and to just, like, really live in that, and, and, yeah, I, yeah, I want to help people really do that, and I, I see that, I just see that for myself like I know that my own transmission around this is is really powerful because it's my actual lived experience it's what I'm going through every single day they're the fears that I have all of the time and they're the things that I've like deeply deeply worked on and yeah so that's just I guess what I'm creating right now and what is really alive for me and helping people feel really safe in that and and um and worthy enough to be in whatever gender or sexuality lights them up and to worship whatever pussy they want to worship so yeah it's been my own journey to step away from I guess like the fear around being too niched but I definitely know like a hundred percent like my pussy is just like no babe (laughs) just stay the path 
<laughs> be the queer bitch. And yeah, I, I know that like changing queer history is definitely why I've been put on this earth. It's so much goosebumps. Like I just, I just feel that so deeply for you. And I'm Thanks, just, babe. yeah, I'm very excited to see, you know, where your journey takes you and what you, what you, what you're bringing to the world. Like, I just love everything you share. It's but one of my favorite pages. So I feel Aww. like you're, you're just Thank so, you. yeah, you're so on the right path. And I just, yeah, I feel like there's just so many people that I just, you know, imagine if, you know, you or I had, had you when we were younger. You know? Totally. Right. <laughs> yeah. We'll yeah. A different experience. Yeah. Almost like tearing up. It's just so, so precious. Yeah. Thank you. That's so nice coming from you. Um, obviously like I, really have looked up to you like over the years and stuff and I think what you create is so incredibly beautiful and amazing and yeah how you show up is just really um really really beautiful Vic and yeah I love everything that you do so thank you thanks Han. I so appreciate that <laughs> uh, hmm. That's I wish I was in Byron um, <laughs> And is there anything, where can, where can people find you? Maybe just share that before we head off. Yeah. So um, you can find me uh, on Instagram or TikTok. On TikTok, I'm Jordana Ezra. And on Instagram, the Queer Sex Coach. Um, for Masturbation Month, I'm doing pussy activation, um, like sessions. I never do just one-off sessions with anyone, but I'm just doing these like amazing pussy activation sessions, especially if you're a baby gay and you want to feel like confident in worshiping pussy. I'm doing them for $69 for the whole month. Um, and yeah, that's just something that I'm doing right now. Or you can join my next round of Queer Lover if you want to go deep into being your best queer self and living that queer life that you want to live. Um, but yeah, those are the ways that you can find me. It sounds amazing. $69 for a pussy activation. I'm like, it's just like right. giving it away. I love it. Pussy <laughs> activation for everybody. <laughs> I was like, sure, I've got like some spare time. And like, yeah, I don't even do like one-off sessions for like less than $300. And I was like, sure, everyone can have one for $69 this month. You're literally like Oprah, yeah. Oprah with pussy activations. I love it. <laughs> yeah, you can, you can have one. Get your pussy activated. <laughs> so okay i want to see a reel of that on tiktok and i want to leave this podcast here yes. <laughs> love you so much darling see you bye thank you